0: Right, All right. Join the journey, family, friends and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today we are reading Ecclesiastes 1 and I am joined in the podcast studio by the one and only Hannah Storms. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm
1: so it's an absolute privilege to be here with you in the podcast studio today. Hannah, do you think straight we- from West Cheshire, England? Should we keep the accents up? I think there's something playful about it. Something that makes oh my me want to believe
0: you. Thank we, you. We thought we'd do accents for the whole episode, but I'll be honest, I'm not as good as you are at accents. I We got to just go back to normal. But it was funny, though. Okay, if you are listening to Join the Journey and you're from England, we would love to meet you. Shoot us an email. Please. We've got a t-shirt for you. I'd also love to know if my accent's now, good. <laughs>
1: I've, been to- no, I've been told by a man who is from England that my accent was brilliant.
0: Leave a review. Let us know what you think. Is is it brilliant? (laughs) Is it brilliant? Hey, today we are kicking off Ecclesiastes 1. If you are just jumping in to join the journey, you should know that we have never, ever spoken in accents before. That's a fact. Uh, So that's not normal. Don't get used to it. Uh, But today specifically, we've got a question we're looking at. What does vanity mean? in Ecclesiastes. But before we dive into that question, Hannah, would you want to just set up the chapter for us?
1: Yeah, for sure. The book of Ecclesiastes is an interesting book. It's in the wisdom literature of the Bible, but it's a different feel than some of these other Mm. books. Ecclesiastes, honestly, Emma, we learned about Ecclesiastes. I'm in the Watermark Institute, and this was one of the hardest days of class was Ecclesiastes. It's just a Debbie Downer, Because it's just vanity, vanity, you know, like everything's low-key meaningless. How do you find purpose? But this book is important because it does touch on the important parts of life and why life life can be meaningful Mm -hmm. when you have a relationship with God and why that's important. So we're coming into just the beginning of the book and we hear from our narrator who's called The Preacher if you will, yep. maybe, dare say, your pastor, maybe just the preacher. No, not my pastor. <laughs> not your pastor. He's just the preacher. And he just comes in pretty strong in verse 2. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity.
0: Dang. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. That's right.
1: But, okay, Emma, when you think of vanity, what do you think of? When so you hear it, I actually, not in Bible connections.
0: Sure, sure. So this is going to sound silly, but I, I think it's the most clear illustration, and it's what we teach kids on Join the Journey Junior. Love But it. I think of cotton candy. Fun fact, I am a grown adult woman who loves cotton candy. Blue or pink? Either. That's the correct either. answer. I mean, i take swirl. either. Yeah, both if okay. I can have them. Okay. Even cotton candy flavored bubble gum I'm in on. I draw the line. But
1: <laughs> anyway, ice
0: cotton candy ice cream from Bluebell is actually so good. Fun I, stand, fact. I stand corrected. But look, you think about you're at a carnival, you're at a sporting event. They're walking around with big spools of cotton candy. Right. And as a little kid sees that and they're like, oh my gosh, I want that. Right, Mom and dad, big sister, whoever, gets it for him. And the second you put that in your mouth, boom. Gone. Yeah. It instantly dissolves. Hmm. And, and that's the idea of vanity. It, biblically, it's it's referred to as a smoke. It's, yeah. It seems like something that's present, but you try to grab it, your fist is empty. Sure. You put a big bite of cotton candy in your mouth in a second— it's gone. There's nothing there. So hmm. Vanity said differently is something that seems to offer a lot, but offers in fact very, very little. And at the end of the day, nothing. It's as as the author of Ecclesiastes will say, it's meaningless. There is nothing there. There's nothing of substance, nothing worthwhile. No, for sure. Hannah, let me let me ask you this. What are some misconceptions that we might bring to the text when studying Ecclesiastes? As we're kicking off with chapter yeah. one. What are some mistakes we might make? Yeah,
1: I think first, if you don't understand what vanity means, you're going to come to the text wrong. So if you Mm. come to the text and don't have this understanding that it's basically a mist, things are meaningless. If I come to vanity and I think of it as pride almost. Yeah, like vain arrogance. Right. Then I'm reading verse 2 and I'm saying, pride of pride, says the preacher, pride of pride, all is pride. And all is not pride. Fun Mm. fact. Yeah. So that's I think that's a misconception we can have first. I think we can also... I think a misconception I had reading Ecclesiastes recently was I came to the text expecting to feel, I don't know what the word would be, not encouraged after reading it, but like, no, like it's going to turn around. But there's like a definitive choice you have to make in knowing there are things in our life that can feel like the concept of meaninglessness. That's why it's important to enjoy the gifts that God has given. Does that make
0: sense? Sure. Yes. And it also begs the question, where is true meaning found? yeah because as the the author will go on to say everything is meaningless, mm-hmm. we're left wondering what is the solution? right. And, and we know the answer ultimately is what? A relationship with God. yeah, walk with God, right. But that's a very cliche Christian way to to turn this conversation. so yeah. let's let's reroute for a second, looking at chapter one. Yeah, if I were to go deep waters, McKay, mm-hmm. Hannah, what's something unique or interesting about this chapter? Where can we really just dive in?
1: Yeah, I think something that sticks out to me a ton when I read this passage, because we're coming off the heels of reading Proverbs.
0: sure. We're on the heels
1: of all this wisdom. But if you look at verses 16 through 17, again, I love the preacher who's our narrator because he's just pretty honest of the fact that there is nothing new and I'm kind of sick of these things. In Proverbs, um, or in Ecclesiastes, rather, chapter 1, verse 16 through 17, it says this. I said in my heart, I have acquired great wisdom, surpassing all who were over Jerusalem before me. And my heart has great experience of wisdom and knowledge. So our, our narrator has experienced all of this greatness, right? Mm-hmm. Verse 17. And I applied my heart to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I perceive that this also is but a striving after the wind. Verse 18 For in much wisdom is much vexation, and he who increases knowledge increases sorrow. So something interesting, the blessing and the curse of a life of wisdom, where you look at life through that lens over looking at life through the lens of vanity, Mm -hmm. is you can actually understand the greater purpose in sorrow, the greater purpose in things that are difficult, understanding that madness and folly aren't good, but it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. You just have a better perspective on it. So again, in verse 18, for in much wisdom is much vexation. There's almost a yeah. frustration of, gosh, I, I understand it, but I'm, I still don't like it.
0: it. The NLT reads, the greater my wisdom, the greater my grief. To mm. increase knowledge only increases, sol- only increases sorrow. Right. And that reminds me of a quote I heard recently. I can't remember it exactly. But the sentiment was, we were not meant to know all of the world's problems. And and I think to some extent, though this isn't wisdom, it would just be general knowledge, we can understand what I, I believe to be Solomon is getting at in verse 18. Because if you think about the power of our cell phones.
1: Right. Sure, sure, sure.
0: And we can know the problems of the world that are going on in Texas, yeah, in America, in North America, in the Middle East, in Europe, in Asia, all at one time. Mm-hmm. and And I just don't know that the human heart and mind necessarily was designed right. to know all of the world's problems. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking a little bit metaphorically there, but all of the world's problems, I'm doing air quotes with my fingers, at one time. And this idea that turning on the news can increase our anxiety or our worry or our fear Yeah, it, is kind of what Solomon's getting at. The greater my wisdom, the greater my grief. To increase knowledge only increases sorrow. And it's that Solomon, First Kings three, our cross, our cross reference, wisest guy to ever walk the earth, knew a lot, learned a lot, continued increasing in knowledge as he grew even more, and uh, he found that the more he knew, the more he saw life's depravity. Sure.
1: In my own in my own personal life, I think we can get really caught up. I know myself, I'm such a—if you are if you know anything about the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram 3. So I'm a yeah. big achiever, yeah. checklist, oh, yeah. to-do list. Oh, yeah. I'm a 3. I got you. So when I come to a book like Ecclesiastes, I can kind of come in frustrated of like— just tell me what to do. If you tell me what to do, I'll just check the box and I'll do it. So when we were in class in the Watermark Institute talking through the book of Ecclesiastes, I asked some pretty wild questions in class of how do we even— I'm
0: not surprised, Hannah.
1: Not, not shocked if you—again, if you've caught me in any group setting, I'll ask a good question or two. But just even the deeper things of how do we reconcile— how do we reconcile purpose in light of things being vain? And again, a bunch of deeper questions. (laughs) My class was giving me horrified looks like, don't worry, guys, I'm still saved. I still love God. I just have deep questions. And my friend beside me slid over a piece of paper and it says, Jesus came to give Hannah Sobbs a full, abundant, not vain life. And she connected it to John 10.10. I've come that you might have life and life abundant. And I love that. Thinking about the book of Ecclesiastes, don't let the first chapter, or even what you read off the cuff to fool you, God has come that we would have life in the full because we live lives with purpose for him. And there is a hope and an eternal purpose in the way that we choose to live when we live a life that honors and glorifies the Lord.
0: Hmm. Hannah, thanks for sharing that. It's a pleasure. Pleasure to share. Glad to have you back on the podcast together. We've, Dude, we've been split up for a while. Here we are. We've been tag teaming it, but it's, it's fun to be back. If you want us together more often, let us know. Leave a review. In put parentheses, British we, accent. We shamelessly beg for the reviews. That, let's be real. I hate to be so direct. We didn't meet our goal of a thousand reviews by the end of January. And I even put a review about a podcast I serve with. That's tough. You left a
1: review. I left a your review, guys. I left a review of a podcast you did, Emma.
0: Don't even worry about it. Thank you. You guys, we would really love to get to 1,000 reviews. We really would. So please leave a review. We see how many of you are listening. And so we know how hey, many guys. of you aren't leaving reviews. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot. So do us a solid. All right? We'd love that. Even if it's one star. Just kidding. Please don't leave us one
1: If it's, star. If it's one star, email if it's one at star, join the journey. Send
0: us an email. We'd and love to know. I'd love to get better. I know you would too. Yeah, we would. But hey, that's all we've got time for. Keep praying with us through our 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting Mm -hmm. campaign. And as always, should we say it together? I was
1: going to just interrupt you anyway.
0: We're We're so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast?